It's the start of the show. Welcome to another episode in Trash Island. <laughs> in in Trash Island. <laughs> Gary Food Reviews. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a little deep pull of my own. Okay, so yeah, it's a cold week this week. We had a bit of sleet today. I caught a bit of sleet in my mouth. Very disappointing though. The pest from the west did not deliver. No, but you walked you walked all the way here through it. I uh Yeah, it was your turn to come to my house, but you Yeah. You begged me, right? And you begged me. I didn't beg, I said <laughs> I, I said screenshot this and I'll come to the next to yours for the next two. I, I, as soon as you said that I scrolled back up the chat since the other time <laughs> you made me come over to on your turn. There's <laughs> a trend. Speaking of trends actually, I was on you know those Google uh, Google trends? Oh, yeah, they're trend fun. things? Yeah, they're great. I was looking at toilets. <laughs> and, uh, there's a huge spike for search like hits for toilets in 2008. Ooh. And what I, were, what I were people know. using before that? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Does it have something to do with like the financial crisis? Mm. Did it... Uh, I, I have a theory. What? When did Jackass come out? Ooh, no, that... I think before 2008. Well, what it? about when YouTube started getting big and people were like, videos of toilets blown up? Or oh, maybe, Do you think yeah. people got like interested in seeing toilets not for their intended purposes, <laughs> but for comedic purposes? Yeah, the comedic, yeah, the demand for like toilets in comedy just shot up yeah, in 2008. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I, right now, I would stop this. Go, go in the other room, turn on YouTube, and look up a big compilation of people putting fireworks into toilets. And see what year it comes from. And I'll, I think I'll have a great time, though. I, I would do that. <laughs> that sounds really good. I think we should do it later. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but also, I said like Christmas as well. Yeah. And obviously every year Spikes at Christmas every year. time. But it's like, who's who's Googling just the word Christmas? <laughs> Is it uh, maybe? Is it search hits for? It, it'll be included. Yeah, no, it'll be included in other searches. Okay. Because I'm just thinking, like people are like, what's this? What's this Christmas thing <laughs> around Christmas time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas? <laughs> Question mark. Uh, but yeah, team of the show this week. Uh, bad luck. Bad luck. That's right. Superstitions. Um, yeah, bad luck. Superstitions. Particularly unlucky people. Yeah. We'll do it all, folks. Yeah. Uh, I feel like all of our topics now are becoming like uh, conspiracies, mysteries, bad luck. Yeah, we're, we're delving into like the we'll unseen, happy, we'll the unseen happy ether. Episode. Yeah. A happy episode. Okay. Maybe people want the sadness, though. That's true. True crime cells these days. Yeah, you know? Netflix, all the Netflix shows now are dark. Bundy. Yeah. He's hot. <laughs> He's so in right now. Hot right now. But yeah. Bad luck. Yeah, so uh, I've got some superstitions here. Two of them are going to be real, and one of them is going to be fake. Ooh, do we have a name for the game? <laughs> I got two legit, one quit. <laughs> How about superstition or super fiction? Super. <laughs> don't. <laughs> okay, one, well, two hit, one quit. Yeah. All right, let's go. Um, so these are from uh, my Ukrainian friend. Um, I don't know if all of the a lot of them are just kind of uh, ones that you'd hear also in like general Western culture, but anyway, here we right. go. Two, two legit, one quit. Uh, one, whistling indoors makes you go broke. Two, shouting at a barking dog makes you infertile. Oof. Or three, uh, and three, uh, lighting a third cigarette with the same match is bad luck. Okay, so I've heard of two of them before. Which. Uh, the, the ma- <laughs> so I, I think I'm in Steady. the, uh, the matchstick one. Yeah, that's true because I have that down on my list. The super. Oh really? Okay. Uh, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I've, I've definitely heard some whistling based superstitions. Yeah. Now that I think about it, my whistling one involves boats. Boats. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But then uh, I could definitely see people thinking Barrett shouting at a dog will make you infertile. <laughs> but. Uh, does stand out to me as the most suspicious or least familiar. So what are you gonna go with? I'm gonna go with. And also, which one would you pick? You know, would you type of guy who leads with the false one? Yeah, exactly. Or do you want to like? Do you want to hide the false one in the middle so it's not to draw attention this. to it? <laughs> yeah. Is it a sandwich or is it a an open sandwich? I think I think you're a sandwich guy. You don't want either extremity exposed. Go on then. Two. Lock it in. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. What about my deductive reasoning? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Maybe that'll help you with all of these. There's four of them, so you got oh. one right. Okay, nice. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, next one. One, 
Chewing on ice will make your children tall. Two, sitting down before going on a holiday or a trip is good luck. <laughs> or three, giving an even number of flowers is bad luck if it's not a funeral. Hmm, okay. I haven't heard any of these. What's the holiday one? If you sit down before you go on a holiday, is uh, there a time frame to that? Because surely... Just have a sit down when you've like packed everything up. Ready to go. You know, I do this when I'm waiting for the taxi, usually. Yeah. I'll be sitting in my front room with my bags by the door and just wait until the taxi turns up. Yeah. I haven't noticed an increase in luck. What was the first one again? Uh, Chewing on ice will make your children taller. Hmm. I'm going to go with number one this time. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) It's an open sandwich. (laughs) And I might... mm, Is there like a... Do you think you'd do a specific pattern of... Maybe. Which are the right answers? Would it go two, one, maybe. two, three? Perhaps. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> oh, I'm going to read these things. <laughs> um, putting your socks on last when you get dressed means there will be bad weather. <laughs> <laughs> Giving an empty wallet as a gift is bad luck because you should always put money in it. Hmm. Uh, and when you're describing an injury, it's bad luck to point at it. Uh, or you can get that injury. Oh, like, on your other arm. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Right. Okay. Hmm. What were they again? What was the middle one? Uh, oh, the one about the wallet. That was in the middle. Giving, yeah. giving an empty wallet as a gift is bad luck. I think that's like, here, look, fill this up. I don't know. What do you mean? I don't think I'd put money in a wallet. No. I'd be like, this is a vessel. You fill it with <laughs> you something. You fill it up. You yeah. fill it, yeah. It's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the first one again? Uh, putting your socks on last means there'll be bad weather. Uh, I can see how that, that would work. Because I always put my socks on first. Yeah. You know. Um, okay, I'm going to go with number two. Giving an empty wallet is bad luck? Yeah. No, it's putting your socks on last. Oh, the socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, who came up with the false ones, by the way? Me. Okay. <laughs> you got them two right, though. So that's good. And you get three. Um, hot ears means someone is talking behind your back. My ears are burning. Hiccups mean someone is thinking of you right now. Mm-hmm. If you find a bird feather, <laughs> it means you won't get sick for a month. <laughs> I'm going to go with the bird feather. <laughs> In hindsight, look, I should have I should have realised how the flow. There was a definite team with those other two. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? Well, I mean, it, I'm sure there is suspicion, superstition about bird no, feathers. Maybe, yeah, probably. <coughs> so well done, you got three out of four. Oh, I win. I only tripped you up with the socks. I'm the first winner of uh, two hit, <laughs> one quit. Two hit, two legit, one quit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So what do I win? Well, maybe two hit, two hit, one quit sounds better. Same number of syllables. Yeah. Uh, you win a bloody handshake. Oh, that's good. What I what what, uh, what would I got if I lost? Um, would you have pinched me? <laughs> uh, a stern talking to. Mm. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> thought you, I thought you're ill-equipped to host a podcast episode about superstition. <laughs> You've passed the test. Probably because I put my socks on. Proceed. My socks on last this morning. <laughs> uh, well, I, I have a list of a few superstitions. Before we get into the the car- the real the faces of bad luck, Go on. but uh, we're doing the theory. Part yeah, right bad now. luck signs. Yeah. I've labelled this uh, section. Nice. Um, so there's always a lot of stuff about numbers, you know. Right. Like every culture has a thirteen's a big one. Mm-hmm. Like Japan has four as well as unlucky. Four, yeah. But there's a particular one in Japan that's only specific to maternity wards. That it's bad luck to have a maternity ward that's labelled number forty-three. Okay. That's because, uh, like, the way, like, the word for 43 in Japanese is, like, a homonym. So, okay. like, the sound also can also mean uh, stillbirth. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So it's like, well, where do you want to have your baby delivered? Room it's stillbirth. The stillbirth room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a bad sign. Mm-hmm. I was trying a match down here, you know, the one you mentioned earlier. Which one's that? That's right. If you light a... Oh yeah. Use one match. I was thinking cigarettes. about that. I was like, 
is someone lighting is someone having three cigarettes in a row and still <laughs> somehow use it? I was like, of course that's bad luck. That's silly. Well, this um, this has origins. This is history. I looked this up. Go on. It comes in the First World War or one of the old wars when yeah. there's lads hanging out in trenches. It was considered bad luck to light a, a three cigarettes with the one match because the theory the snipers. Were story goes in the first match the sniper notices them. Yeah. Second match he takes aim. The third match he fires. Ooh. So then, if you like three, the turn the third cigarette you like, shot. Yeah. Bad luck, mate. That's a good one, actually. Yeah. yeah. I heard. Do you know that's why the uh, the wristwatch was invented? Oh really? Because because so snipers won't shoot you. Yeah, snipers used to have a pocket like you used to have pocket watches, and you'd have to be knowing the time of day to check for I don't know like weather and I don't know sniper stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just knowing the time in general. But uh, the pocket watch, when they take it out, it was so much movement, and sometimes it would glint, and the sniper give away their position. Yeah, and so instead they had the pocket watch, so they can just turn their wrist and. Oh. Yeah. So the humble pocket watch or wrist watch. Wrist watch. Yeah. Steeped in blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People don't realize that. They should get snipers to endorse like Rolex watches. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I what a sniper say. Really hits the target. <laughs> oh, I don't know. When I'm out murdering children in Afghanistan, <laughs> I can rely on Rolex <laughs> so they don't see me coming. <laughs> they never get away. Rolex, stay invisible. <laughs> um, yeah, seen a doppelganger. Oh yeah, that's bad. That's dreadful bad. That's luck. bad luck. That's bad. I luck. see them that's all the time. Luck. What? Where are your doppelgangers? I don't know. I I like uh. I love a good doppelganger. I always oh. look at people and I'm like, who does that look like? Do you think this would work if you um, took a picture of yourself and put it through Google search, image search, and like went to like the second page of results and you get people that aren't you but look a bit like you? Yeah, maybe. I kind of want to try that. A bunch though. of doppelgangers. Yeah. Um, I do like seeing other people's doppelgangers. Oh, yeah, that's so much it's like, fun. like, oh, Mexican Laura. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Those are the best. More freckly Anna. Yeah. <laughs> Fat versions of people as well. Fat versions of people are good. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or just but that person with a different race. Is, uh, yeah, that's a good one good. Well. <laughs> or sometimes, uh, have you ever met my friend Luke? Uh, maybe I, I found a I picture of him that uh, it's a female version of him, oh, like a, girl dainty, Luke. a dainty little girl. But it's a hundred percent Luke. What is it like? A how old is the girl? Oh, like, like twenty or so. Oh, okay, yeah. So then, did the what, what were people's stance on? Would you fuck girl Luke? <laughs> I'm sure that went around. Yeah, I guess. It was, <laughs> I don't know. You obviously couldn't. You'd be thinking about Luke the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did what did Luke make of all this? Oh, uh, he thought it was funny. Will he fuck girl Luke? <laughs> well, we didn't ask him that. Is actually. that masturbation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let us know, Luke. <laughs> Send us an email. Have we gotten any emails? I tried to log in that one time and... Oh, yeah. Martin uses a sketchy, shady VPN and Google thinks it's fishy. But... <laughs> just, to, just to watch DVDs that I already yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's more suspicious you brought that up. <laughs> Um, so you know. can watch, I don't know, RD player when you're abroad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about another superstition? This, is a, this is a doozy, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's giving a clock as a gift in China. Uh, it's not just considered bad luck, but considered that curses to receiving parties. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I guess it's like, yeah, um... It's like, oh yeah, clocks are haunting them for attending a funeral. Oh. So it's like, tick tock, you're going to die. Oh dear, <laughs> it's so ominous. Yeah. Did, so is that in general, like, clocks are just a... Oh, it's a huge faux pas. Did, but, like, did Chinese people have clocks in their houses? Oh, they, they have clocks, but yeah. you just get your own clock. <laughs> They've given anyone clocks. There's a, there is a way to counter this curse. <laughs> oh. You can counter the curse of receiving a clock. Massive faux pas yeah. by giving the uh, gifter a small amount of money in exchange. Nice. So it technically counts as a purchase, <laughs> not a gift. <laughs> you could go around as a clock salesman so well that way. <laughs> Just like gifting people all these clocks. Oh, and they'd have to give you money. Yeah. But they give you a very small amount of money. 
make cheap cloth. So you'd be <laughs> very small amount of money. It isn't even enough to be technically a purchase. <laughs> don't know. I don't think it'd be very lucrative. True. Yeah. Um, and there, there was an incident. Where there was a diplomat over in China who uh, gifted someone a, a wristwatch. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's she done? Oh, no. <laughs> Bit of a scandal, I think. Jeez, you'd think she would have done her research on I Chinese watch. It's only certain parts of China that think this as well. Yeah. I can't remember. What's it? What's, what are the two? There's Cantonese and there's... Mandarin? Mandarin, yeah. yeah. One of the two is more into it than the other one. I yeah. forget which. Um, oh, ships, you know, they're notorious for uh, superstition. Those body sailors. Yeah. You know, kind of a woman on a ship. That's a popular one. <laughs> is that a, is that I a don't superstition? Know. It was in the Pirates of the Caribbean, and I have no reason to question it. <laughs> I think it's just part of the pirate mythos that a yeah. woman on a ship's bad luck. Right. But there's some more interesting ones. Um, carrying bananas. It's bad luck. Bad, dreadful bad luck on a ship. So how do you eat them? Do you just... <laughs> I don't know. You're not supposed to have them. What if you're the one... Imagine the crew found out you'd snuck on some bananas. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, you've you put our whole mission at Jeopardy. <laughs> How dare you? They make you walk the plank. Yeah. That's beat the terrifying. shit out of you as well, probably. Just for having a banana. Probably throw the bananas after you, so... You could just, like, okay, Maybe you could lash them together and make a raft. Throw the bananas off, not me. I can do work. No, I, I don't know. I think they'd be upset with you. Yeah, pirates don't, yeah. There's not, well, <coughs> they got to show you who's boss, you know? That's true. I don't think this is necessarily pirates. Oh, but, Seamen in general. I did mention the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can't think of a ship without thinking about pirates, really. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see Captain Phillips? That's a modern pirate. No, yeah, way less fun. Yeah. Um, God, they're interesting, though. The Somali pirates. They are. It's because they didn't have protected waters around Somalia. Okay, so, so they could... all the All the other countries are coming in with their big swinging dicks and overfishing the fuck out of their waters. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? The fishermen had nothing to do. So they end up like, okay, I guess we'll put these rich cunts. We'll kidnap one of them, ransom them. Yeah. And then one little kidnapping led to another kidnapping. And, and then they're just like, ah, okay, we're pirates now. <laughs> <laughs> guess that's what we're doing. Yeah, but we, we create our own villains there. Yeah, mm. self-fulfilling villains. Makes you think. But that Captain Phillips movie, uh, it's based on a book written by Captain Phillips. Oh, nice. But apparently uh, a lot of the cruise ship were like, no, that's not what happened. <laughs> like, and I yeah, karate yeah, chopped the fire. Yeah. <laughs> karate like flying kicked him off the side of the ship. So I sucked their dicks so and they couldn't leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I, I I told them where all the treasure was and gave them the crew's wages so they'd leave me alone. <laughs> so wait, what? How much did he embellish? Though? I'm not sure. Like I I don't I don't think it was like like the story was probably more or less true. Like the events as they happen. Key events. But I'd yeah. say, like, maybe he left a few people out who were also instrumental in... And he made it seem like it was just himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or he probably framed things in a more flattering light. Yeah. Like... The, I the light to. glistened off my pecs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't accidentally fall in a pirate knock him out because I was cowering and scared. Yeah. I punched him on purpose. <laughs> or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um... But yeah, they had a bit of bad luck on that ship getting pirated. That's true. Might have been called because one of them was whistling. Oh no, <laughs> whistling on a ship yeah. is bad. And it's considered bad luck. I, I think the bananas thing was because like, there was a period where you an usually the... large amount of shipwrecked ships had bananas on them. Oh really? And that, and they, they, you know, people put two and two together. Yeah. But the whistling thing, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's because whistling, if you whistle, you're picking a fight with the wind. <laughs> and they're gonna fucking throw a storm at your bitch ass. <laughs> oh no! You're like, no, just like fight me. <laughs> you call that a whistle? Yeah, yeah, basically. We <laughs> yeah, gotta put this fool in his place. <laughs> oh, that's some great ship law. I mean, fucking blow the man down. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. What else I got? Oh yeah, Serbia. Serbia is just. <laughs> if you compliment a baby in Serbia, you curse it to a lifetime of bad luck. <laughs> is that compliment the baby directly? Compliment the baby, like, oh, aren't you pretty? Aren't you hand? Oh, but what about if you tell the the parent, like, oh, your baby's. You might have to pull them aside and whisper <laughs> so they. <laughs> I can't let it hear it. But if any, it's a thing in Serbia where they're like, oh, ugly baby, ugly baby. Yeah. 
So that's just like a little cute reversal they have. Nice. Ugly, stupid, ugly baby. <laughs> it would probably work fine if you said it. Apparently babies can pick up on like, if you're saying, if you're like every night you come up to the baby and be like, fuck you baby, fuck you baby. Yeah. Even but though they can't understand you. They could pick up on like the vibes. Yeah, they get your tone and your vibe and your intent. Yeah. So he could be saying, ugly baby, ugly, ugly. baby. Like, nice you're so baby. ugly. Yeah, who's ugly? Who's a, yeah. Is that how you talk to a baby? I feel like that's what you say to a dog. Um, who's a good boy? Who's, who's a, a good boy? Who's an ugly boy? Who's an ugly baby? You could say, yeah, I guess it's baby. similar. I guess babies are basically the same as dogs. Yeah, in terms of like, uh, they're conversation. Bit, they're more likely to get in trouble or like kill themselves if left it on their own. Yeah. And they're softer. They can't move around as much. But otherwise, they're pretty much on level with the dog. Yeah, probably the same. I've never owned a dog, though. I wish I had a dog. Or a baby. Do you know, borrow my dog, you can go, it's like... What? Oh, it's like a pet sitting thing? Yeah. It's like an app you'd come up with. Probably. More apps to come, I think. More apps to come. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to take a hiatus from the old app ideas. I don't want to... Don't want to shoot your load. Yeah. I feel like there's some uh, crafty listeners out there who might be profiting off some of these. Oh, yeah. Especially Milk Swap. Well... Yeah. (laughs) Milk Swap, is it? That was one of your better ones. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I got to thinking, wow, so much ways to get bad luck. Mm. I was Googling around, can you cancel bad luck or get okay. rid of it? And you're going Quora. Yeah, the old... Quora's uh, got a bit of a reputation, I think. It's kind of being a... Is it kind of right wing or is that... It's not right wing. It's like a smarter version of Yahoo Answers. Right, yeah. And even though... It looks classier. Yeah, and you tend to get more well-thought-out answers on it. Yeah. It might just be better-written bullshit, but Probably. it certainly presents as being a bit more intellectual. Yeah. But um, there's a Quora order, a Quora question and answer on, how do I get rid of bad luck? Mm. And there's this guy, uh, Abdul Karim Khan, yeah. <laughs> who comments... What's he got to say? <laughs> uh, I might read verbatim a bit of his, art, his response to uh, how do I get rid of bad luck. Bad lucks can collapse your life. You can't overcome your bad luck. If you are caught in a dark spiral of bad luck, you can hardly escape. Well, clearly you have made yourself... Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, there's more. Damn. <laughs> Maybe more of a duel. Shoot. <laughs> he goes on. <laughs> ah, shit. Good old Abdul, though. <laughs> He's pretty really bad English. Yeah. He's like, I don't believe in astrology, but bad luck will ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck, though. It doesn't help at all. Do you believe in astrology? Um, astrology is like the star signs. Stars have affected us personally. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Is there anything behind it? I think the moon might have some, some, some small Does effect. It? How the? I don't know. Pulls you. <laughs> yeah, that's it affects true. the tides. Affects the tides. We are kind of like we're seventy percent water. Is there not some water? tie between menstrual cycles and the moon? Is that hokum? <laughs> no. Is that <laughs> witch talk or? <laughs> um, could be which talk. Yeah. Uh, speaking of star signs being bad luck, though, in uh, Japan, uh-huh. they have. Well, they, I guess they do star signs there as well, in terms of like the Aquarius, Libra, all those ones. Yeah. But they also have like kind of like the Chinese years, where they have an animal for each year. Oh yeah. That, they, that, I wish we had that. Yeah. They also have. Uh, uh, an el- like it'll be fire, earth, wood, metal, or water, or something. So you can have like a water chicken, Ooh. the year of the water chicken. That sounds good. Yeah. So anyway, there was this uh, sort of story in in Japanese history, in folklore, and everything, that uh, in uh, I think it was like the sixteen hundreds. There's this girl who was born in the year of the fire horse, and she married like a very well known priest. And in order, oh. to sh- in order to show her, express her love for the priest, she burnt down her house, their house. Yeah. And, uh... And rode off on a horse. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even remember what happened after that, but, like, that was kind of the whole crux of the story. Right. So it became known after that that, like, if you're born in the year of the fire horse, um, you're going to be, like, a... Especially if you're a female, it's a very, like, strong-headed, All right. passionate, fiery, crazy, fiery, fiery passionate. Yeah. Ball kicking woman. Yeah, so uh in these uh I forget what they're called. It's like these Japanese 
drama kind of plays. There's a name for them, though. Uh, kabuki shows? Yeah, those are the ones. Yeah, with, um, with that, they're all doing mad masks. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's a frequent... Uh, One of the classics. toys. Yeah, that's always done in, in these kind of shows. Yeah, so, it's like, like they're fairy tales and folklore. Yeah, so it was popularised um, throughout like Japanese culture. And in 1966... Um, that was a that was a year of the fire horse, so mm-hmm. what happened was um, it was pretty grim because like obviously birth rates went down that year because people didn't really want to have a kid. like the superstition was so strong that people didn't really want to have kids that year. Yeah, um, that seemed like a good quality to have. What fire? No, passionate. But it was like was it, was, <laughs> to, to burn down your house though. Oh well, okay, okay. That was the. I think that was the. That's really... like you're probably also gonna burn down your house. Yeah, it was that kind okay, of a okay. fire horse. <laughs> um, but what happened was uh, it was pretty grim. They they noticed that uh, like infanticide rates went up. Oh dear. Especially for girls that year. Yeesh. Like way more than like other years. Um, eating babies out windows. Yeah. So. That was uh, a superstition that actually got taken quite far. Well, we have a similar thing in Ireland, in our folklore. Oh. I may have mentioned this before. What's that? It was the myth of the changeling. I've heard of that. He's yeah. a little fairy fairy dude. Right. If you, I don't know, piss him off, or maybe he'll just do it for the, the hell of it. Yeah. He'll come in, take your baby, your actual baby, take him off the land of the fairies, and take the baby's place. Okay. Become the baby. Right. And people would sometimes think... <gasps> That they're, they'd be like, my baby's a changeling, and they'd like, fuck it out into the forest. Was it like widespread, that, that was um, happening? There were like a few cases of it, oh, notable wow. ones. It's just done down like the 1600s or something like that. Yeah. Um, but there would be, yeah, there'd be the odd case. Yeah. But, yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. When you get, yeah, it's like witches as well and stuff like that. This isn't a good baby. No. This baby's rotten. That's what folklore does to you. Peel back this baby's Folklore has, has a price. Cool folk stories always... Have blood also on their, uh, on their hands. Uh, yeah, I don't know about folk stories, but fairy tales. I like that they always have a, a lesson. Yeah. You know, like don't. Don't throw your baby away. Don't throw your baby away. Don't be so gullible and stuff. And yeah. Watch out for the bears that you're stealing porridge from. Don't have a nap. There's <laughs> <laughs> usually someone gets done in for having a quite correctable character flaw that a child might pick up on. Yeah. You know. That's true. That's um, Speaking of people who have experienced bad luck, like those little babies. <laughs> oh, unlucky changing babies. Um, Anne Hodges in 1954. Oh, I got Hodges too. I got Hodges. <laughs> Hodges was a good one. Um, 1954, she got. She's having a nap on her couch, <laughs> and a softball-sized chunk of meteor went hit hit through her like roof into her house off the radio. Off the radio, yeah. <laughs> onto her. Onto her thigh, was it? Yeah, bruised her thigh when she was napping on the feet. Imagine that. Yeah, that's You're lying mad. down, probably have soothing stuff on the radio. Yeah. Fucking need your car. Not the details, but bounced off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck! How did they, like, recount that? How did they figure out well, that? Well, they probably came in, saw the like bonked a, radio. A ballistics expert or something. <laughs> I don't know if it would have been that hard. There's a <laughs> hole in the roof here, or directly <laughs> over the radio, which is dented. <laughs> which has been bonked. And Anne has mysteriously That's been bonked. <laughs> yeah. But they took the, uh, they, it was around the Cold War, and they took the the bit of meteorite away for questioning, because... Uh, <laughs> what do you know, rock? <laughs> back then, yeah, back then, the, you know, the FBI was hot and bothered for all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like burning up in the sky, like... It was pretty cool and meteor passing by. Must have been pretty hot when it hit her. Yeah, I think so. Sizzling. Sizzling, yeah. Ah, fuck! <laughs> yeah. That's the fucking hit! <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so I I ran the numbers. Yeah? Ooh. Um, of the probability of this. The probability. This is assuming every single person is lying down on the planet Earth. <laughs> and they're evenly spread out across the planet, okay? Right. Um, there's seven billion humans... Um, and that means that if everyone is roughly 0.5 meters squared, mm-hmm. I'd say that's fair. I'll give you that. Then 7 billion humans would give a total coverage of 3,500 kilometers squared of the planet Earth. All right. The entire planet so, Earth... So, like, what's the ratio of that to the size of the Earth? The entire planet Earth is 510 million kilometers squared. So that coverage ratio is 0.0006% of the Earth. Oh, jeez. 
That's a Wouldn't small even, one. I was thinking maybe a pupil. A pupil. <laughs> yeah, the Earth's an eye, the pupil. But no, much smaller than that. Yeah. Much, much smaller than that. So, uh... Okay. That's pretty. That's pretty bad luck. <laughs> and like, how often are meteors hitting the Earth? I don't know. Every now and again. Well, do you remember Every that 30, one? 20, that... 30 years or something. I, I, I think a lot of you know when you see shooting stars. That's kind of little. I guess that's not a meteor though. I think they go by, and we, or maybe they might be ones that burn up in the atmosphere. Yeah. Do you remember that one in? In 2013, all that Russian dash cam footage came out of it. Oh, really? Oh, was it in a forest? Um, it was, I can't, I don't know if it was in a forest, but it was, it was like a massive piece of rock flying through the sky that just burned up and like lit up the sky. Yeah, I, I, I definitely looked up some meteor crashes during our catastrophe episode research. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Live leaks, good for I, that. Yeah, good little uh, craters. I have some extra details on this. Oh, yeah? I went digging. You went digging. <laughs> so, uh, Hodges, yeah? This rock caused quite the stir. Right. And the fucking FBI is coming and taking it away. Yeah. Everyone's talking about this rock. Yeah. There's offers going for the rock. Oh, yeah? People are offering $5,000, which was, you know, back then, even That's more. That's a lot of Yeah, 5000 back then, yeah. So a dispute then broke out between um, Hodges and her landlord over who owned the rock. Oh, she was Hodges and her, the Hodgesons, okay. the Hodges, the husband, her and her husband <laughs> were both playing, and the oh, landlord the rock. were playing. Why the would rock. the landlord own the rock? Because landlord says the rock is on, it's my land, broke through my so, house. So are they. Uh, yeah, but I, I guess, don't know, yeah, it's, no, it's disputable. Is, yeah. He owns the land that the rock is on. Okay. They rent the land the rock is on. So did he get the rock? So they ended up settling at a court, but they did agree to give him a $500 payment. Okay. So they're like, look. They're getting offers. And he was happy to take the 500 there. It took them a year, though, with all this litigation. That's and annoying. the FBI having a rock to get it released. Yeah. And by the time the rock had got released, the hype had died down. Oh, no. And no all one wanted litigation. to buy the rock. They didn't get any money for it. <laughs> oh, God. Double bad luck. <laughs> oh, no. Although, Nothing to show for it. Some of these bad And they're $500 out of pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm, that second part, right? I'm not sure that's necessarily bad luck. I've heard some of the stories that are like this. Yeah. And like, that seems like bad luck when you put it together like that. It's unfortunate. But is it not just a series of bad decisions they've made? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they, they had no other choice because they, yeah, they couldn't yeah. sell it while it was ongoing litigation. Yeah. Anyway, poor old Hodges. Big bruised oh, tie. Yeah. She could walk around after it though. Can she? Oh, that's good. Oh, she could instantly. But she a big bruise. Just a could, big bruise, she, that was it. None was broken. Nice. Um... Happy ending. I'll give you one. Kind of? Yeah. No, well. A neutral ending. Of all these, uh, uh, not by any other standard, but I think by the standard of other people in this list. Yeah, for sure. Probably probably a happy ending. Just a bruise and a great story. She could probably write a book. Um, I've got one here. Go on. I don't know the name of the actual befaller of the bad luck, but I do know his wife's name, which is Marina Voinabov. Voinabov, How do you spell it? She's Russian. Uh, Marina... Voinova Voinova yeah how about the over yeah Um, so there's a they don't use Google Maps in Russia or maybe not all the time there's a competitor called Yandex Maps Yandex yeah Um, a feature of Yandex is uh, they don't blur uh, faces like Google do okay so Marina there she's looking on oh I wonder what this she's looking up this area for some reason yeah and she saw captured in the picture her husband with uh, his mistress having an affair. Oh no! And she bloody caught him. <laughs> bad uh, luck for him. What, what, like, oh, that is Looking, such bad luck. What yeah. are the chances? Of... The street jerks. Yeah. The street jerks snapping you when you're on your uh, affair. Imagine Jesus, no uh, one's safe. Imagine you were having an affair and you saw a street car ride by. <laughs> Would you be like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> run after it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you'd be like. Seems unlikely. <laughs> you you wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah, yeah, you never know. Just like, hey, you should, don't go on Yandex. <laughs> be constantly searching the area yeah. and refreshing to see if you're there. Yeah. And then one day, your wife is like, looks at you, so it goes to search something on Yandex. <laughs> it comes up with the coordinates. Searches, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's this? <laughs> so you, you do luck. yourself in. Yeah. 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 Poor old hubby. Oh, I'm not sure poor old. He to no, he, he wasn't a doctor, yeah. 
That's true. We're but a non-adulterate podcast. Marina benefited, though. I think she sold her story to some rags. That's good. Yeah. She would have got a bit of flip for that. Yeah. Uh, this one, this is probably the most bad luck. The worst luck I've ever seen or heard of or read of. Oh, wait. Okay. Do you want to keep this for after the break, then? Oh, uh, yeah. We have a break now? Yeah. Nice. That's pumped up the break. Yeah. All right. Pump, 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 pump. Pump up the break. Pump, 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 pump. The break. Okay. <laughs> oh God, it's death because the mountains is brave and close now, right enough. Oh God, it's oh, why, why time of the snow, alright. It doesn't oh. pick you up from going to school. Well, the demolishers we had to go anyway. We hadn't much a choice in the matter, but sure. It's a oh, cold, it's a cold journey to school this morning. Oh, God, you wouldn't be long getting frostbite. And these new, new shocks that I got as well. You see, I had to turn the hill, the hill, just, just up to me. Oh, there see. I had to turn the hill up, 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 up to me foot there. Just so the shock would go longer. The mother got these thinner shock things there. Oh, God, you wouldn't be long getting the ankles frostbite off you. We're back from the break. Martin's going to stretch there. Uh, this guy, <laughs> Guillaume Le Gentil, um, oh, worst, worst luck I've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah. French astronomer in the 1700s, and he wanted to figure out how bloody far away the sun was from the Earth. Okay. It was bugging him day and night. But this is like this is a big thing for astronomers back then, figuring all this stuff out. And the way they did it was they'd wait for this thing called the passage of Venus. Mmm, I like the sound of that. So it's when Venus goes in front of the sun, and they'd look up at the sun with their telescopes. Yeah. Um, and they'd see they'd somehow be able to figure out like the amount the, the amount of time that it takes for Venus to pass through like a yeah. sector of the sun. Probably the size of it as well. Yeah. So they they'd be able to figure out from that how far away the sun is. Um, so he sets out uh, on a voyage to India to figure out how far away it is. Um, and this is in the year 1760, but oh, yeah, the day yeah. after he sets out, the France versus Britain war kicks off. Oof! And there's a lot the of hundred years war. The uh, Seven Years War. Oh, not so bad. Not so not <laughs> as bad as the Hundred War. But this is uh, so a lot of the islands in the uh, kind of Indian Ocean are subject to this. The tea colonies. Yeah, a lot of those. Um, so they set off. Um, but there was a bit of a delay when they were setting off anyway. And they, they so they had to get to India by June. June was the key date to see the passage of Venus. Right. Um, so there was, a, there was a bit of a delay because the ship got blown off course. Um, so they were doing circles for five weeks just in the mm. sea. Imagine that, though, doing circles for five weeks. Ah, suck. Not seeing land. You know, if you take the word course off the phrase, the ship got blown off course. Yeah. Sounds less bad. <laughs> <laughs> the ship, ship got, got blown off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're going in circles for five weeks, and then they finally get to the place in India, but they find out it's British-occupied. So they get kicked out, and they set, get sent back to French territory, which is uh, just off a small island in the Mauritius. This is back when war was gentlemanly. Yeah. And you aren't murdered. <laughs> I know, just for research as well, but they got yeah. turned away. So, 6 of June rolls around, and they're in the Mauritius, and it's perfect clear skies, but they were still at sea, and it's pointless trying to look into through a telescope when you're at sea. And, it's not steady. You know, yeah, you're going all over the place, so they couldn't do it then. So, they, um, the ship was still at sea, they couldn't get the measures, so how, how many years do you think go by in between the Venus passages? Um, hmm, I'm going to not say seven, because that's probably not enough. Oh, no, that's close, actually. Eight? Eight. <laughs> Eight years. Wow. So... Jeez, well, what's Guillaume he doing in the meantime? So, <laughs> Guillaume is so fixated on uh, figuring out how far away the sun is. He decides to just travel around for eight years around the Mauritius. Um, and... All the while that he's doing this, he's been sending letters back home to France and stuff like that. They're probably sending them money as well. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. But uh, so he's going travel around the, the Mauritius for eight, blo- eight bloody years. And he finally builds an observatory in Pondicherry, which it was the same island that the English had control over, but now the French had, had regained control oh, of the nice. island. He's back so in. they're on the island. He's back in. The Seven Year War, seven seven year war year, is uh, over. It's over, yeah, because it's eight By years year. later. <laughs> yeah. Conveniently, the Venus Passage outlasted the Seven Year War. Um, so they've built an observatory as well. 
Oh, All systems oh, are good. Nice, nice, nice. So the observatory is ready for use, and uh, finally things were looking up. 4th of June, 1769. There was so much sun in the sky. It was absolutely clear. Ooh, lovely. Apart from the day that they needed to observe the Venus <laughs> Passage. <laughs> There's clouds all over the place. So he, he doesn't get to observe it. He goes insane and he's like, fuck it, I have to go back home to France. I'm done. I give up. So on his first trip back, he got dysentery. <laughs> uh, and the ship got stuck in a storm that kind of washed them up near Madagascar. They would have been whistling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> or someone had bananas there. Um, so he waited two years for a lift back home from a Spanish ship. So two years later. So he's been gone for a total of 11 years now. Right. So he's back in Paris in 1771. And he finds out that he's been declared dead because none of his letters have been making it back. <laughs> so his wife had remarried. Oh, and no. all of his relatives had plundered his assets, assuming he was dead. Um, oh, no. So he was in a bit of a state when he got back. So it, was, it took him three years of uh, litigation to get some of his assets back. Yeah. And he ended- spent half the money. <laughs> yeah. So to be fair, no, that bit there is where his bad luck ends. Yeah. So he did get some of his assets back, and he remarried and lived happily for another 21 years. So Never taught. Not the worst, but... No. Did he leave the observatory there on the island? Uh, I'm not sure if he... I, I think maybe he did go back to do some kind of uh, like science stuff, but I'm not sure if it was specific to finding how, how far away the sun was from the earth. Poor Jam. Because those are the years tra- of his life. He was trying to do something really sound. Yeah, well. exactly. It like, wasn't benefited. He wasn't just slubbing about. No. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Well, pour one out for Jam. Yeah. Jam what? Guillaume la gentile. I, th- I, I think, gentile, does that mean Guillaume the gentile or the gentle? I don't know. But I don't know if that's his surname anyway. Was he gentle? Um, I guess not. He went a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, nonetheless, poor Guillaume. Yeah. Fucking, you know about old Double Nuke? Double Nuke? Double Nuke. What's that? You know, I heard about Double Nuke. No. <laughs> this guy's unlucky. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? So I'm going to try this Japanese name here. Sutomo Yamaguchi. Ooh, that anime is <laughs> yeah, that, doing you some good. Yeah, all that uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure I've been watching. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so, my man gets double nuked. He's yeah. an engineer. He's going to Hiroshima right. to do some work there. Nothing to. So, Hiroshima wasn't a major military strategic location. Yeah. So, it wasn't not even like you'd be expecting to get bombed. Okay. But don't they drop the bloody. Whatever it was, the little boy, the fat man. Yeah. <laughs> the well, Yanks fly in and nuke it. <laughs> one of them was called little boy, one was called fat man. Yeah. Or some nukes were, I'm not sure if they were these nukes. Right. But yeah. He gets caught in a fucking nuke explosion in Hiroshima. Yeah. He, inst- he sees a big flash, gets knocked out instantly. Oh dear. He comes two hours later and has to crawl to like a shelter. Yeah. To like wait out the fallout. And then like, n- n- the next day... He's like, he survived because he was like two miles away from the explosion. Okay. And he was like... Just, was he, did he have like any bad damage to himself? Oh yeah, or? he got wrecked. He got a load of radiation poisoning. Oh no. Uh, dirty bomb. Dirty, dirty bomb. Shit. I'm not sure if it was dirty bomb. But anyway. So he legs it out of fucking Hiroshima. He's like, fuck, I'm going home. Yeah. Back to Nagasaki. Which oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> was a strategic military location. <laughs> so oh, he gets Jesus. back to Nagasaki. He gets another bomb dropped. Oh, it's not oh, even like... A, it's like on his way back. <laughs> He's like, phew, finally home. That was awful. That was all the... <laughs> and was he all right he after that the one? second one. Was he, how far away was he from the second sure. one, do you know? I'm not sure, he might have been closer. Oh, no. But he survived that as well. Is it like the older nukings? He became a big component for denuclearization after that. Yeah. But uh, reportedly didn't harbor, harbor any anti-Americanism. Wow. Yeah. So he's like, look... Gentlemen, what a noble man. Everything... Things were crazy in that war, but, you know, should shut it down now. you think that's probably the radiation getting to his head. Well, the radiation not so much got to his head as his wife and, so, and child. Oh, no. And they got radiation poisoning. Bit of secondary bad luck there. Oh, dear, yeah. That's not good. It's like, fucking... Imagine, like, big exposure anyone's ever seen. A fucking Second. nuke. Yeah. Mind, you might fucking think God's coming down or something if you see a nuke go off. Oh, God. And then you go home and you get another <laughs> fucking Twice. nuke. You know, and I then was, you come out of it being cool. I was out the back on the garden the other week. 
and um, well, you have that crime knife. Was, uh, yeah, where the crime knife was. It was dark, and I saw there was a little tiny slug on the wall. Yeah. And I, I got my phone and I shined my torchlight on it, and a really bright light in the slug, and I had a look at him, and then a few minutes later I did it again. Yeah. And I, could, I think that slug felt like your man. <laughs> yeah, being nicked. What the fuck was that? All these photos. That's never happened to me before. Jeez, that's not. I'm gonna crawl off the wall a bit and boom. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I always wonder that with ants as well. Like, if you like, when you're taking a step near them, is is that like, oh my god? Did I ever tell you what I used to do with near death experience? Like, your wigs that gather up in my backyard. No. I'm not proud. Boil them. I'm not proud of this. But I, I, I played death games with them. Yeah, nice. Like I did like the Hunger Games sort of. I'd have a few different rounds. One I'd like drop them in like a enclosed space and like randomly bounce a basketball around. <laughs> After a certain amount were crushed, yeah. I'd move them on to the next event. Yeah. Or I might randomly stab at them with a pen or something. <laughs> or drop them in a the bucket of water. Would you I, keep one at the end? Yeah, I go to lose one left. And then I take him and I put him back where I found him. And he'd Tell like, the others. He'd limp back. <laughs> Tell the others what you <laughs> see. I was, I was like really convoluted about it. I think I've already talked about boiling ants. Let <laughs> just... so you pour yeah, yeah, down yeah. the Oh, Great fun. So I'll tell you about the other thing I, I used to do down. What? I'd melt chewing gum on a radio. A hot, hot, hot radio. <laughs> and then I'd like pick up an ant and stick him in the chewing gum and watch him... Burn. Oh jeez, that's uh, yeah. that's calculated. That's, yeah, it's not good. Is it? Yeah. Very worrying. It must have been for my parents. <laughs> Why is he trying to heat up his chewing gum again? They've been very interested. That kid is in... so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have some uh, superstitions, which also had uh, real life events similar to the uh, the Japanese fire horse. You just experienced a technical difficulty. A bit of a wobbler on the bad luck episode of all episodes. That's so fit. I'm actually glad that happened. Yeah. It was quite recoverable as well. It's poetic. Um, um, so, so you're in yeah. the middle of I've something. got a, uh, a black cat superstition here. Oh, yeah. They're, um, they're like one of the classics. Yeah. That and that black cats, ladders and, ladders. and mirrors. Mirrors and stepping on cracks. Is that a popular Yeah. Uh, break your mother's back. Yeah. But that's, there's so many cracks. I actually, I used to... That one doesn't hold up to the f- numbers. I used to do this a lot when I, ever I was walking anywhere as a kid. I'd like time and time my walks, so I'd do five steps before a crack. Yeah. And then five steps before the next crack. Five always. Yeah, so I'd be like changing my how yeah, far or short. <laughs> yeah, I was changing my gait so yeah. I didn't need it. Yeah. And I still sometimes sort of do it a bit. Oh yeah, I love, I love avoiding the cracks. I'll still do that. Well, I I find it really satisfying to get, get exactly five. five steps and have your foot be right before the line. Yeah. What if it's like a a pay like a kind of rectangular paved bits? Um, the, 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 like a, I, like a foot long. When, when I go over different pavements, I have different rules. Yeah. Sometimes it's like get your foot in the middle of the square. Middles, yeah. That's I, my good. favorite is though get to, and it's like not every line. I'm looking at the significant lines. Yeah. There's usually a significant line. I wonder if I'd like to see like a heat map of all uh, where the feet go. Where feet people do because I bet everyone does this. Just like yeah. try and st- step within the lines. Yeah. Like, set up a camera. I don't know. You'd never know. You'd need some sort of sensor on the floor. Yeah. The camera would be blocked by heads. Oh, that. Be- a cool experiment um anyway cats. black cats though yeah so unfortunately because of that superstition it's the same for black dogs as well but less so um but anyway they get adopted last at the animal shelters and often have to be put down to make room for the uh the new crowd the new the uh, cool more kids. racially pure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the hip kids wonder uh, do you know which are the most popular cats um, I don't know. I like the most expensive ones are like the the Siamese cats are pretty expensive. Yeah, but they wouldn't be the most popular ones. Most popular would be like, I don't know, like a tabby cat. When I'm thinking in my head of a cat I would like to have, I'm thinking black and white. Yeah, that would be nice. Like whiskers cat. Your whiskers cat, yeah. Yeah, Felix. Oh yeah, that's Felix the whiskers cat. All yeah. those little cartoons they had. Oh Felix, how pleasant. Yeah, but cats like no Felix isn't a total black cat. Yeah, so he's one of the ones that survives. I, mean, I didn't think of a total black cat. Yeah. But uh, it's unfortunate. And yeah, well, well, they put them down. 
They have to put them down to make, yeah, because yeah. they get too old and no one's going to adopt them. Too old cat. No one likes a too old cat. Too old black cat. They just go grey and then everyone's like, oh. Oh, then they can get them. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one. So this is in China. Um, so it's similar to that. So you know the Chinese uh, every year has like an animal. Uh, yep, yep. So Chinese year of the dragon. Um, Best one probably, right? Yeah, so Chinese people are... Uh, really into this this oh i think i've heard of this yeah so what uh, apparently a third of the chinese population believes that this kind of zodiac stuff is real science and there's a correlation with people born in the year of the dragon um which is a lucky year with success yeah but it's and there's an actual correlation as well but it's driven by the fact that the types of parents who are the types of parents to have a kid in the year of the dragon at the type of parents plan for planning and really, like, they're high-powered, want their kids to do well, going to put them through school and make them really disciplined and everything. Yeah. And it's now gotten to the extent that there are some job applications that might turn you down if you're not born in... Uh, or, like, if you're not born in the Year of the Dragon, basically, or born in, like, another year, like, it's not as good. Is there, like, a Year of the Idiot? I feel like... I'm the Year of the Chicken. I feel like a, the Chicken is the idiot of the, the, all, the, all the, the animals yeah. that are on that, yeah. Like, they force you to, I don't know, clean up. Sewers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? You're the you're non, you're monkey, I think. Um, monk, monk. Yeah, monkey's pretty good. Or yeah, like dog. Cool. Or maybe dog. I don't know. It's ninety-two anyway for me. But yeah, it's a real. Uh, you know, has an actual impact. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, almost. Basically, yeah. Um, and this is another thing. Yeah. So you were saying, the number four is unlucky. Oh yeah, in, they don't uh, like four in Asian cultures, and yeah, it is apparently because. In a lot of languages, in Asian languages, for the word for and death sound the same, so that kind of explains. Uh, yeah. It's the, all it's all about homophones. Yeah. So then one word sounds the same as another, but has a different meaning. So in Vancouver, they find in these like kind of pocket Chinese neighborhoods and stuff like that, mm-hmm. houses with uh, four in the number can go for like a bit less. Um, uh, then like then it's then, then it's price. equivalent, uh, you know, next door neighbor, the exact same house. Yeah. Um, and also they found that the number four is such bad luck in these cultures that it's almost like this placebo effect, where they figured out that uh, on the fourth days of each month, uh, people who were like of the Chinese and Japanese community in in Vancouver were. Uh, oh, no, this wasn't in Vancouver, actually. This was in the US. Okay. But they found that people in the Chinese and Japanese communities were having heart attacks more often. Oh, because like, they're stressed out. Because they're stressed out right. on the fourth. Oh. They're like, oh, am I going to get through it? It's going to fucking happen. Yeah, so it's almost like a placebo effect. Jeez, that's almost, crazy. Yeah, so... Uh, so that's like um, hotels when they skip the 13th floor. Yeah. Mm. I always find that cowardly. Yeah, <laughs> you are you are you a superstitious person, man? Not at all. Would you put new shoes on the table? Yeah, you'd break a mirror, walk under a ladder. That no, walking under a ladder, you have to go out of your way to walk under a ladder. So generally, I just don't think I'd do that. Would you do it to prove it? Yeah, I'd do it to prove it. Yeah, <laughs> if I was making a point, a bucket would fall on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. The one thing I maybe yeah, would be... I'm the same. I don't care. I think I have superstitions for like... I did have this uh, little toy, this little plastic toy. It was like... I can't even remember what... It was one of these anime shows uh, that was popular. Well, Dragon Ball Z or something. Something like Digimon. that. Digimon. Yeah, it could be Digimon, Digimon actually, yeah. Um, and it was a little plastic figure of that. And like I always thought that brought me good luck. And I was full on into that. My lucky red hat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything like that? No. No, mm. no superstitions. I guess this thing, you sort of bond with certain items. Yeah, that's true. Just I have a little duck that sits in my computer. Yeah. That I've put a little uh, lid of a whiskey bottle on, like a top hat. Nice. I quite like him. <laughs> I, I, I'd be a bit perturbed if he was no longer there. Yeah, it's the sentimental. I enjoy him. Yeah. That's a, Apparently there's a thing in, um, for coders, right? They have a coding duck. Right. So when your code doesn't work, you talk to the duck. Yeah. And you explain the code to the duck. And as you're... Yeah, like the act of explaining it to the duck helps you realise uh, problems you've made. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Just getting a duck to do that, though. My, my coding duck, though. He sneers at me. <laughs> <laughs> you get ducks to code some apps. Yeah. Was that a segue? That was a segue. Ooh, let's go. I never knew that. Have you seen the word segue written down? It's S-E-G-U-E. 
Yui. Yeah. Hmm. Segway. Uh, I remember reading whenever I, the first time I read that word on a piece of paper, I was like, Sega, 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 Sega. They're they're objects anyway. Yeah, but how about some apparoonies? Get your checkbooks out. Yeah. So this one, first one, I think. Uh, do you ever forget something that you were going to say, and then you fear that you'll never remember it for the rest of your life? That is a dreadful feeling. I know. It happens a lot. Yeah. Um, I think reverse engineers your thought process to find out what you were thinking. Okay. Simple. Question. <laughs> Do you have the science behind this? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but you should invest anyway. The science will follow. <laughs> Do you have any plan? Are you, like, funding research? Funding research, a lot of legislation you got to get around for thought control apps. Are you or more thought control? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Thought reading. You're hurting the brand already. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, the I'm doing a Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. <laughs> sweating profusely, <laughs> eating a whole goat. <laughs> um, next, I've got Let It Snow. It's just a crowd. It's like GoFundMe, but everyone donates a bit of money, <laughs> which gets pulled to, together to purchase that kind of chemical snow, which we can drop from the skies. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, what about if and they get the actual money and pulp it up? And shoot it over the city. And freeze it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just be a money snow. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, but one thing I was realizing coming up with these apps is that a lot of the problems I, try- I was trying to solve were very modern. Hmm. And uh, I think we should uh, bring some of the problems of yesteryear back in today year. Okay, so like scurvy. So things like this app solves the problem. This app that I'm going to tell you now, it solves the problem of nobody knowing who the stupidest person in their vicinity is. <laughs> so, <laughs> is that not a, called, a modern that, problem as well? Um, not really. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. That's fair. But it's uh, it's solved by the Village Idiot app, where everyone kind of just votes on the stupidest person around them. I'm going to stop you there, Martin. Go on. I think that people would know who the stupidest person around them was, because they... Would have had a village idiot. Get a ribbing for it. Well, they would have had an actual village but, village but, idiot back. <laughs> but wouldn't it be? And now, now we don't have an actual village idiot. That's true. You can have a city idiot, and you'd know everyone in your village. And you? that's the thing with these big anonymous cities. I'm walking past someone, and I don't know if they're an idiot. Or I just, not. I just, the one thing I'm contesting here is that I think this is a modern problem. That's true because it's a, it's a, it's a post-industrial revolution problem. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a problem we have in cities that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a problem that are beyond had. Dunbar's number. Yeah, yeah. It, the solution didn't quite scale up to cities. So this solves the problem. Okay. You know who's an idiot around you, and it'll give people a lot more to talk about, which how is do, good, because that gets you off your phone. How do we How do we decide who's the idiot? Just polling. polling. But that's the same problem with people not knowing everyone. What if you have to do a little... No, it's... it's what if you have to log in once a week I and see, do a little see, test? I know you, yeah. and then someone's walking past you in the street now, Mm-hmm. And I vote that you are or are not an idiot. Mm-hmm. And someone walks past you. Yeah. And now they know because I've raided you. So all it takes is for one person to rate you as an idiot. And that can spread around the city like a no, virus. No, no, it's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people rate you as an idiot. Yeah, but what but... if you only know two people? Um, well, you're going to be a 100% idiot to everyone. <laughs> that's true. I, I've, I've, I think I can fix this what problem. What about the lonely though. idiots? No, I think, I think we, we can fix this. How? Everyone takes a little standardized test once a week. Okay. And your scores are averaged out. Okay. So the lowest scores. But then it would idiots. just be children. Um, I mean, you're not going to give this after. Well, the child. Child, children are idiots, to be fair. Maybe you could have it. Uh, maybe you'll have your population range and I'll split you into demographics. Yeah, the maybe. idiot of the year. Of, of, your, of, the, of, your of year. the white men. 20 something <laughs> white men. You are <laughs> yeah. the stupidest one. Yeah. That's a smart bunch or a stupid bunch. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, do you want to hear about another unlucky fella? Give me an unlucky fella. This guy, right? There's a what's it called? There's a lottery in Spain called El Gordo or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> which means the fat one. <laughs> Go on. And uh, there's one village in uh, Spain where like the housewives association were like, let's go around, let's all buy the same lot of number, lot of tickets for this El Gordo lottery. Yeah. And they're not, there's only about 75 families in the village. So they went door to door. And there's this one lad, Kostas uh, Mitsuskaki, who's a Greek fella, who moved to this little village following his uh, his girlfriend. Then they broke up and he's living on the outskirts of the village and they didn't come to his house because they kind of forgot him. Right. And he didn't 
wasn't allowed to go get one anyway. But didn't the fucking everyone in the village except for him win El Gordo lottery? <laughs> <laughs> the jackpot was a hundred million. Oh Jesus! Which is split between the seventy-five families. But he's just the he's, yeah, girlfriendless. Yeah, girlfriend. His girlfriend's after getting loads of money. <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> It was like a, a pretty poor area. Yeah. It was all like rural farmers. Jeez. But he was the village idiot. This one has a happy ending. Oh really? Because he's a filmmaker, right? Yeah. And he's like, actually, I'm not pissed off. This happened. This is a really interesting thing. And he's making a documentary about uh, oh nice El Gordo win and that town. That's like the guy who got nuked twice, being really chill about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I play to him. Yeah, I guess that was my 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 angle here. Yeah. Bad but chill. Chilled about it. Did you come across any lightning-based one? Um, no, but I did hear... Remember that Anne lady we yeah, had? Yeah, yeah. The likelihood of her being hit by that meteor was the likelihood of you being hit by a hurricane, a tornado, and lightning all at the same time. Yeah. So that's slim. But other than that, no, lightning didn't do, come across it. Lightning seemed like a common team to me. Yeah. I'll do two, two eye-catching lightning ones. Nice, yeah. There's one lab... This is the highest number I've heard. He got struck by lightning seven times. Oh, wow. He's a forest ranger and he's just constantly getting zapped. Forest and ranger. One of the times That's he was... lightning occupation. He was down by the creek fishing. Mm. And got his fire... Fishing rod got zapped. Oh, no. And he didn't he have to... A bear come up, came up then to steal the fish he caught. Oh. Didn't he have to get up and fight the bear off and the fish <laughs> after being zapped? Well, the lightning probably gave him a boost. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that, that he's got to be the king of lightning. Yeah. And I heard about this made of lightning conductor material. Yeah, but and I heard about this other guy. And initially, I was, he only got hit by lightning a measly four times. Yeah. And initially, I was like, "Who's this guy? <laughs> Get out of lightning! This is, you know, bear fighting Ranger Town. Get out of here!" <laughs> but then I found out that after he was dead and buried, lightning hit his gravestone. Oh wow! <laughs> really had it out for him. Yeah, I was like, okay, maybe he's he definitely comes back made... in my, my esteem a bit more. Yeah, did he have like a metal plate in his head? I don't know. I didn't look up that. Maybe though. he was a the Terminator. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe lightning was doing us a favor. Yeah, trying to warn us, <laughs> like, guys. Lightning doesn't strike twice for a reason. God, the calls are coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> There's a maniac in the backseat of your car with an axe. I've been, that's why I've been ramming you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, yeah, the last... I, I forgot to mention one app. Okay, okay. It's called the Pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it's pedo... It's, the, it's, it's file with an F, like a filing cabinet. Yeah. So Isn't that how you spell it? No, no, it's PH. PH. So it's basically an app. It lets you scan products in the supermarket, and it cross-references the data against a database of known products which appeal to pedophiles. <laughs> so... You can avoid buying any snacks or like products that you know paedophiles use because you, you don't want to appear like a paedophile in that. But I do <laughs> realise that this app comes with the risk that pedos start using it to try and blend in. Yeah. But uh, we try and... Uh, that would be an obstacle we'd overcome as we encounter it. I have several questions. <laughs> um, what items do paedophiles like to use? I was thinking <laughs> Is about there this. something that's indicative of like a paedophile? I don't know. I feel like something something told me yogurt. P- people who buy a lot of yogurt are pedophiles. Why? I don't know. Because it looks it like, like it was just a, it was, <laughs> Hey, I don't know. I I don't know the numbers. If anything, we'll have a people, database. If anything, you'd be like adult, oh, like people in their forties buying an unusual amount of sweets. Yeah, that's true. Get Sweeties. people getting the nets. Or just like yeah, <laughs> or nets. Yeah, <laughs> target the net buyers. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot of poor people hunting butterflies. <laughs> uh, do poor people have time to be hunting butterflies? That's true, yeah. Well, no, not poor, but just unfortunate. Unfortunate. Bad luck. Unlucky, yo. Unlucky. <laughs> um, well, despite my misgivings about your pedophile app, what I'm saying is you'd be hurting all these businesses that have done nothing wrong other than being attractive to pedophiles. Well, maybe we'd and start if, to... If, if we're punishing people for being attractive to pedophiles... Start with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think what it is is we need to. It would like it would give the consumer control. We'd be able to price out the pedo products. That'd be my slogan. <laughs> price out the pedo. We'd be shutting down these companies. 
Because they should stop selling stuff to paedophiles. But they don't know that they're... (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I think I have a pretty big issue with this one. Yeah, it's... This is my first no of all your apps. Really? You're not going to... Not, I'm not one. investing in pedophile unless there's drastic roots of changes too. <laughs> well, do you th- you just think it's it's gone a bit? It could go a bit wild. Yeah. It could be untethered. I think it'd be wild and inaccurate. It'd be a witch hunt. It'd be like look around, and be like, what if you did? Okay, I know pedos buy bucket watermelon spade, <laughs> and you'd be looking around whatever and has you make bucket watermelon spade bucket bucket watermelon spade pedo pedo. Well, it would let it would educate you as well on how to how to spot a pedo. I wouldn't have known before this that someone who's buying a bucket a watermelon and a spade is a pedophile, but now with your knowledge, uh, just just look for the <laughs> your weirdly niche knowledge. Uh, like you ever look look at uh, like arrest photos of pedophiles. Yeah. And you ever go, nah, he looks like a pedo. Yeah. There's a pedo Should've look. It. There's a pedo <laughs> look. Straight away. Look for the guy who's looking at kids and licking his lips. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's better metrics you could use <laughs> than what they buy. Because yeah. surely they have the same needs as all of us. But it's a, it's a cool, hip consumer <laughs> way to do things. Uh, it's another another one of your public shaming range. Yeah. <laughs> You've certain... certain um, the swear app is kind of public shaming. There's some, broad, there's some patterns emerging here in the categories of apps you come up with. Uh, the, yeah, the, one is location-based map apps <laughs> that show you the concentration of a certain thing. <laughs> another one is... Impractical, impractical peer-to-peer swapping apps. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of another one <laughs> for eggs. For egg swap. Uh, I, did I have a name for it? I don't even know if I wrote it down. There's a lot of puns you can do with eggs. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, and the third category is public shaming. Oh, it's called count your eggs before they rot. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it as before they hatch. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. So is it? Most, yeah, most, it's not good to have rot in your is brand. It more or less the same as milk swap. Exact same as milk swap. <laughs> <laughs> we can combine the two apps. Under the milk swap brand. <laughs> the poultry. <laughs> is milk poultry? Milk? Uh, no. Poultry is just animal produce. No, that's dairy. Dairy. Poultry is chicken. So eggs are dairy. Actually, I think poultry is any sort of game bird. I think. Eggs are dairy, milk eggs dairy, dairy, butter's dairy. I was dairy. confused there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad we figured that one out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, good thing we got the bottom of it. Um, yeah, we should let the scientist people know we've solved that one. Yeah, call them off right away. Ring, ring. No, no. 1-800-SCIENCE. <laughs> Look, we've, we're after throwing down a juicy 20 there. There we go. I think that's probably a lucky number to end on. 64? Six, I don't even know what it is. I don't remember minutes. Look, that's not on us. <laughs> yeah. The computer's going to figure that out. <laughs> people listening will have a better idea than us. Where do people know the least? That's true. We're okay. Thanks, guys. Well, that's us. Bye-bye.